Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your co-workers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply the custody battle. The custody battle. As unfortunate as it is, divorce has become all too common in American society, and with divorce oftentimes comes long, vicious custody battles where the parents are in court trying to determine who is going to control the life of the child. Obviously, of course, that that, that challenge exists, and sometimes parents are awarded joint custody. Other times, one parent receives sole custody. And I tell you, my friends and neighbors, that just like the custody battles that take place in courtrooms, they're in the spiritual realm, there's also a custody battle. Don't you recognize that Satan is fighting for custody over you? He wants to control your mind and your life and your body and your spirit. However, Jesus died. God sent his son Jesus to die and was raised again on the third day so that he could have custody over us. You remember in 1 Corinthians 6 and 20, the Bible says, for we are bought with a price. Therefore, we must glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which both belong to him. Then we discover in Psalms 95 and 7 that he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Now, I have to stop right here for a minute and just tell you that some people believe that we're all God's children. Yes, I can understand why people may think that. However, we're, we're the, the devil has children also. If you read very carefully in John 8 and 44, Jesus Jesus tells the Pharisees that you are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. So yes, my friends, we have to be real, uh, understanding of the fact that the enemy also has children. And until we are born again, then we become children of God. Not before, but it's when we are born again that we accept Christ in our hearts that we then become the children of God. But even after we become children of God, there's still a battle. There's a battle for our minds and our hearts. And that's talk about how that battle has shaken out because God has already won it. First of all, the devil is not entitled to any visitation rights. God has complete visitation rights. Yes, my friends, remember the Bible says in Ephesians 4 and 27 that we should not even give place to the devil. He then turns around in James 4 and 7 and says, submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from us. Yes, my friends, God has soul and absolute visitation rights. The enemy has no right right to be in your home, in your business. He has no right to be involved in your children's lives. I challenge you, my friends and neighbors, to recognize that God has soul and absolute visitation rights and do as the Bible has encouraged us. Resist the devil and he will flee from us. When was the last time you spent quality time with the Father? When you said, you know, I realize that God has soul and absolute right to be with me and I'm going to spend time with him. I'll get up in the morning and read the Bible. I'll go to bed a little later at night because I want to study. How often when was the last time you did that? Remember, he said it in, in Hebrews 4 and 16. He invited us to come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Now, let me tell you something else. In this custody battle, then we are not to expect any financial support from the enemy. God is our source of financial support. Don't look to the devil for any kind of economic advancement. No, my friend, 
Corinth, the Bible says in Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My friends, you're not waiting on the enemy to do anything for you. It's God that blesses us. He's responsible for our financial support. You know, some in some parental homes, there are kids that, 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 that never saw one of their parents and they rely on, on the sole parent to take care of everything they need. They may have never seen their mother or their biological father and, and the other parent that is there provides for them completely. Well, by the same token, my friends, that's what God does for us. He provides for us completely. He's the only parent that we need. He said it in John 16 and 23 that in that day we shall ask him nothing. Verily I say unto you, God says that whatsoever we ask the Father in Jesus' name, he will give it to us. Then we discover in John 15 and 7 that if we abide in him and his words abide in us, we shall ask what we want and it shall be done unto us. Yes, my friends, God is responsible for our financial support. He's the one that protects us and provides us and he's the one that gives us the peace that nobody else could give. We never have to look to the world for any of our blessings. We can always look to God. In fact, he even told us in Proverbs 13 and 22 that the wealth of the sinner is made up for the just. It's laid up for the just. In other words, we know that we're going to get it anyway. God's going to take from the enemy and put it in our hands. Then we discover in Psalms 91 11, he gives his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. Yes, my friends, God's got soul physical and soul legal custody over our lives to the extent that the enemy is not even allowed to make phone contact. Yes, my friends, we don't even need to hear his voice. Remember the Bible says in John 10 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And then he's turned around in John 10 and 5 and says, a stranger, they will not follow, but they will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. My friends, I challenge you to ignore the voice of the enemy so long that you don't even recognize it anymore, that you realize it. You don't even have to pay attention to him. You can ignore him. That's an act of resistance. The only voice we've got to listen to is the voice of the Lord. We listen to God's voice and follow in his path. Now, finally, my friends and neighbors, a good parent is going to make a plan for our future. See, God is our father. Yes, he's our father. We've been adopted. We're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, like it says in, in, in John Romans chapter 8. But a good parent puts a plan together for the future. Think about it. You've got a plan for your children to go to college. You know if you've got girls, you've got to pay for their wedding. You understand all those things. You've got a plan for their future. What God does as well. He said it in Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, said the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. Then he also says in John 10, 10, that the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. My friends and neighbors, God has won this custody battle. He's got soul legal and soul physical custody of us. Let's rejoice in it. That's all the time I'm going to take today. Until we talk again on tomorrow, God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.